signed up again for next year already. Love you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carol. I really, really appreciate it. Uh-oh. I got bumped. Melissa did post the link to Jeff Gelman seminars. Thank you. First one of 2021 is going to be um, in Florida, Florida, Pearson, Florida. It's up there. And also we had to, the last one was supposed to be the day after Christmas. Here. Here in Providence. I always do one the last week of December in Providence is my big thank you. Um, um, it's my big thank you uh, seminar. And, but we had to um, postpone it because our governor has decided to do all kinds of little nonsense here. And we're like, you know what? Let's wait until like, we'll probably do end up doing it in March. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll be announcing the dates very, very soon. All your tickets will be valid, of course. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> we're live. Oh my God, it's we're a, back. It's a live show. Holy shit. I've had not said that for almost two weeks. It has been two weeks. It's been two weeks. It was a, two, it was a Wednesday. Yeah, two weeks. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman. Can I train this training? This is the lovely Joelle. Hello. Uh, uh, I miss you guys. Um, I was on the road. Um, Joelle is obviously <laughs> cold. My God, you, did you have to bring it all the way up like that? Can you just bring it down? I'm We're freezing. doing a show. So just go like that. My heated blanket. Okay, I'm here. I'll just tuck, tuck in, me in. Tuck you in the back. Okay. Great. Um, I hope everybody's uh, doing okay. I was on the road for two weeks. I had a fantastic seminar um, in um, Ramona. So, um, Joel, this is the first seminar that Joel and I did not do together. Joel stayed back here. End of the year, we're really, really busy, um, and uh, uh, it was great. It actually worked out pretty well. Actually, um, got a, you got a lot done. I got a lot done. Um, we did a wonderful seminar in Ramona. Beautiful, beautiful horse farm, and then I did a great place in in, in Phoenix. Um, saw my folks which was really, really nice. nice. And um, it was great. It was great. But boy, was it, you know, a lot of flights, a lot of flying, got a lot of work done in between seminars. So it was really, really nice. Anyway, this is uh, the What Would Jeff Do show where you ask your questions and um, you type them in the bottom there and Joel will read them. I give you the answers. A lot of the answers though are short. A lot of people would need way more explanation. Some things like, how do I stop my two dogs from trying to kill each other. It's like, you can't answer that in 15 seconds. Um, we do specialize in aggression rehab though. We uh, we specialize in really bad behaviors. Mm -hmm. um, name the bad behavior, we do it. Um, potty training, read a book. Can't help you there. Um, we can, but that's like, that's not what you call us for. Yeah. Um, we also have something called, we just mentioned the seminars. They are called problem solving seminar series, the Jeff Kellen problem solving series, because people go to these seminars pretty much exclusively to learn how to stop unwanted behaviors. Trainers go there to learn new ways to stop unwanted behaviors. We literally stop them right there that weekend. Mm -hmm. So at almost every seminar, actually at every seminar, there is 20 dogs probably, um, a little bit less now with COVID, so about 20 dogs, and they're all standing next to each other, they're all lying down next to each other, and most of these dogs came in highly leash reactive camping around dogs. One of the seminars that I was at, um, um, the gentleman, I think you this was the last one you did, um, said, I've never, I'm not sure if you were there or not, said, um, no, this was Ramona. Um, I haven't been able to get within 50 feet of a dog 
No, that was in Texas. Texas. Was that was Texas. Uh, that was right. That was in Texas. Yep. Yep. Austin. South of Austin. Not Austin. South of Austin. Um, and um, thanks for clarifying. He, he was he, well. Austin is not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, part of Texas anymore. Um, it's uh, he was right next to a dog. It was beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, so and then we have the training center here, which we do everything. So let's start. Go. Let's get going. We got a one-hour show. Let's get it going. David, any tricks for trimming nails? My dog hates it now. I use guillotine style and treat for each nail and only do little bits at a time. You know, that's one way to do it. Counter condition the dog. You know, that works for a lot of people. If you're making progress, keep it up. We used to do a whole counter conditioning protocol. Two weeks. We use a Dremel. Um, just to let you know. Um, we're finding that the, the even the pressure. It's got nothing to do with uh, clipping the quick. Even the pressure sometimes from the guillotine um, um, uh, uh, clips, which, by the way, I use on my dogs, and then I smooth them off with the Dremel. Sometimes just that pressure is too much for dogs. It shouldn't be. Sometimes it is. So now what we do is this. Most of the lot of dog, most of the dogs we muzzle up. Most of the dogs we work with need to be muzzled up, even when you're not cutting their nails. Um, now, if they give us a problem, we just say nice and calmly, no and then bark, um, and then cut their nails. And on that point, knowing that this show is based a lot on stopping unwanted behaviors, my seminars are on stopping unwanted behaviors. Yes, we also train dogs to do things, which by the way, we do through a reward and marker system, which is food and yes, or food and clicker. So we do food training, but, but most of the people on this podcast are, are gonna ask how to stop something. So you can hear the word punishment a lot. Remember, punishment has been hijacked to mean abuse, but it's the opposite of, of that. It's nothing like abuse. It literally is just the opposite of reward. Mm -hmm. If you want more of something, you reward it. If you want less of something, you correct it. Mm -hmm. Simple concepts. Very simple concepts, black and white. Um, you cannot stop an unwanted behavior with a reward. Now, you can train an alternative behavior, but that bad behavior still sits there waiting to just strike. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go. Um, LM crate training, eight week old puppy. They whine constantly, even with bonkers. So I bonk every second. Also finally got notification for this live. So it's my first been watching for years. Excellent. Thank you. So you, um, let's just, let's just stop. We have so many puppies in right now. Yes. Let's just stop right with the first sentence. Um, and then we'll add one word crate training, eight week old puppy, and then whining. <laughs> okay. So what's the problem? What's the question? Yeah. LM, what is the actual question? Like, you got the eight-week-old puppy, yep, and they whine. So, um, no, you don't bonk every second. Um, what number one with an eight-week-old puppy? What you should be doing is using their daily kibble for their training. You should be working the dog, and you're not working them to get them exhausted so they don't whine. You're working them because it's a really important part of their life. I want them to know that right now. Yes, you can be affectionate. Yes, they can have fun and play, but also let's start working. You can teach recall, sit, down, place, kennel up, wait for your food, all of that. And most of it's done almost nonverbal. And you use their daily kibble to do it so they don't get, you know, they don't gain unnecessary weight or get all kinds of different chemicals in them, um, which a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of kibble has. But from a lot of these, you know, these, these training treats that are out there are just so artificial. Um, so, um, but the whining, man, that's a pain in the ass. We're doing it now with two. We have two 14 or 15 week old and doodles. And what I can tell you is this. It's been a while since I've raised a puppy. Mm. Any attention 
is attention, even negative attention. So you walking in the room and bonking the crate, they're like, this is great. People are paying attention right, to me. Right. We have done the cry it out method and it has worked wonders. Yes. We know they're fed. We know they're pottied. We know they've had water. Cry it out. Yeah, but they're also like, we we keep them half a mile away from us. No. So, so They caught on really quick though. They're doing great. Yeah, they're doing really great. We did put them in a separate area. Yes. And we split them apart. Yes. So it's a wonderful, wonderful family who has two dogs because um, um, two puppies. And what we did was we got the first thing we did was get them away from each other because they used to sleep in the same crate. We put them in separate crates and literally put them as far away as we can from each other. We take them out to the bathroom separately. Um, but the whining, yes, you can still balk. You can still teach them no. Next. Um, Thad, hey guys, it's season. Emma's new sneakers is to behave as a dog passes, not looking. And then after she gets a treat to look, even after the dog is long gone, it feels like she is cheating. What would Jeff do? Why are you giving her a treat at all? I'm not against food. Like we do food train. Why are you putting food into that? What's the reward? If you've got a dog that was is a leash reactive, was that where? Yeah, she was at our seminar. Right. Um, so, yeah, so reactive. okay. So, the re, do you know what the reward is? No correction. Now that we don't do that with everything, but there is a time and a place for the philosophy of what's the reward? You didn't get corrected, and usually leash reactivity and usually obviously aggression. Um, that's the reward. That's the reward. Next. Kathleen, hey guys, welcome back. I've been working hard and Max has been great with his reactivity everywhere except our weekly agility training. Yep. I think it's because he's already in drive when he gets in the door. Oh yeah, and not only already in drive, the energy in the room is out of control. Now, unfortunately- There's Kath more though. I wasn't done. Oh. Go ahead. Tried bonking when we got out of the car, but only helped from the car to the entrance. Correct. It's a public place, so I can't bonk. How do I get this to transfer over into a drivey area? Remote collars. You're not allowed those at agility either. Yep, that's the problem. The problem is that agility, and is wonderful, by the way, it's a whole different training methodology, and I don't disagree with it at all. Um, it's not a skill set that I have, and I always tell people to, you know, train the way the trainer trains because they that's what they do. They train agility. But the issue is that you can't correct the dog. And a lot of agility dogs and a lot of other, they're aggressive, number one. They're badly behaved. And they're right now, with, but they're working and they're drivey. But I've got a drivey dog and it knows how to be calm even right before it's doing bite work or before it's doing chuck it. And that's all done with correction. So I really wish that they would allow you to do that because they really need to work on the dog's state of mind. You don't take away the drive in the dog. You won't take away the performance of the, in the dog at all. What you do take away is the out of control nonsense behavior. Next. Melissa said, good evening all. Hey, Melissa, how are you? Thomas, how to best get existing pack female shepherd, nine-year-old to make German shepherd three-year-old to accept 12-week-old German shepherd male pup? So there's three dogs. Yeah. Okay, so number one, I don't know you, and I don't know the dogs. And I don't, so then, I, meaning I don't know you means I don't know your skill set, and I don't know the dogs. I don't know the dogs' behavioral issues. I don't know how good they are. What I would do is the first thing I would do is have the have the have the thought process that you don't you're not trying to get them to be friends. You're trying to get them not to kill the puppy. That's the goal. That's the goal. So training on existence. Can you exist with each other? 
chances are you're gonna have to advocate for your older dogs more than the puppy because the puppy's probably gonna piss off the older dogs. The older a lot of dogs do not have a high tolerance for young nonsense puppies. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you get dogs that are very fair. Sometimes you get dogs though that are like the first little like yeah. pounce on their face. It's like that F you they give them is like to the floor. So what I would do is I would work on existing first. Can you exist around the dogs? That's a that's going to be a challenging one without me seeing how the dog's behavior is. Next. Melissa said, you all are the bomb. Oh, Melissa, please. My listeners are the bomb. Next. Bara, hi, J&J. How do I stop the excited pee in these little dogs when I show up? I'm ignoring, doing a prong collar pop, asking for downstay, etc. So well, the first thing what I would do is you're going to get that for a little bit. So stay neutral. So, so stay neutral with your tone, neutral with your body language. And the big issue is that what we do is we put our dogs into a highly structured, we don't directly address excitement, nervous, fear, pee. We don't directly address car sickness, but it all goes away because of, of arousal. We eliminate arousal. Arousal is not drive. Arousal is not happiness. Arousal is just like arousal. It's out of controlness. Usually following arousal, an overly aroused dog, usually what follows with that is fill in the blank, bad behavior. So what I would do is I would, you know, this is the one time where I say work on, you know, calmness, work on the monotone voice, um, and especially inside the home. Next. Michael, this will be my second year training full-time. I heard you say a trainer could make 100000 a year, so I set my goals high. Made 145 this year. Thanks, Jeff. Good. Good that, for you, that's Michael. That's good, Michael. Excellent job. Proud of you. Carol, signed up again for next year already. Love you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carol. I really, really appreciate it. Uh-oh. I got bumped. Melissa did post the link to Jeff Gelman Seminars. Thank you. First one of 2021 is going to be um, in Florida, Florida, Pearson, Florida. It's up there. And also we had to, the last one was supposed to be the day after Christmas. Here. Here in Providence. I always do one the last week of December in Providence. It's my big thank you. Um, um, it's my big thank you uh, seminar. And, but we had to um, postpone it because our governor has decided to do all kinds of little nonsense here. And we're like, you know what? Let's wait until like, we'll probably do end up doing it in March. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll be announcing the dates very, very soon. All your tickets will be valid, of course. Next. Peter. Hi, J&J. Hey, Peter. Megan. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hello, Megan. Bara, seeing more and more shy puppies, four to five months old, average scared of the man in the house, people and items. I'm doing under, over, through, setting structure, blah, blah. Any advice? Keep it up. Keep it up. And then also hold the dog accountable. Work on your obedience and hold the dog accountable. You know, you want to also scale it. You know, it is a young dog. It's also going through probably a fear stage. And we're seeing a lot of dogs that are getting, we're getting a lot of pandemic puppies. We're not getting them yet. Um, well, I mean, we're getting some, which the great thing about a pandemic puppy, which is a dog that people acquired during COVID, the great thing about that is that you're around all the time. But the bad thing about that is that you're around all the time. So you want to start training your dog post-pandemic. So it'll be over like 2025. So what will happen is we want to make sure you have separation as well. So calm in the crate, calm on place. So start teaching your stuff, your dog, all that. Also start 
putting your dog above threshold. You know, a five-month-old dog can absolutely work above threshold a lot because Mother Nature doesn't give a fuck about threshold next. Emma had to correct a four-month-old puppy that barks at people and dogs on walks. Other dogs eat collar train, but I haven't introduced it to my puppy yet. So you can just give your dog a leash pop. I mean, it's just puppy stuff. Just give it a leash. Say no and just give it a leash pop next. Jamie, are there training treats you would recommend? We don't use training treats. We just use dog food, the dog's daily food. And remember, the treats don't train the dog. Please understand that. The treats do not train the dog. Dog training trains the dog. The more important question is, what's your dog training methodology? What's your skill set on training? What's your, do you know how to do behavior mod? You know, what are you trying to accomplish? What the reward is, that can be, that's afterwards. So you can get a high motivation out of a dog with its dog's daily food if you use food that's daily food for training. Next. Susan, just wanted to let you both know you are awesome. Thanks for all the help you give people. Happy holidays. And I finished my 22-page research paper after three days and 40 hours. Peace, Solicana. Wow. That's a lot of not sleeping. Next. Mm. Vicky, five-month-old Mal acts like I'm torturing him vocally when I correct him. Braddy behavior. Also whines so much when I put my two-year-old son away from him at public kid playground. Is it guarding? First thing. Um, there are some audible dogs out there. Chances are he's manipulating you. He's probably manipulating you. It sounds like the dog is probably getting too much attention, not enough um, alone time, and definitely not being held accountable. It sounds like it. It might not be true, but it sounds like it. As far as the, the playground thing, explain that one again to me. You're, you're putting your son, what? When the son is like away from him at the playground, he whines. Oh, correct that. That, that's not guarding. That's separation issues. Next. Diana, hey there. Good to see y'all. Hey, Diana. How are you? Thomas, thank you very much. Sound advice as usual. Appreciate it in Dublin, Ireland. Gotta love Ireland. You're welcome. Marie, hey, just found out that the Providence Training Seminar this weekend has been canceled. Any idea when you will reschedule it? Actually, actually, it's been postponed, not canceled. And I just maybe that's semantics, but I think it's really important that people understand we had to postpone it due to the governor of the state of Rhode Island. The last thing I want to do is, is postpone a seminar. I love and live for my seminars. I love and live for teaching people. But, you know, I've broken many laws in my life and I continue to still break some laws, but don't want my business to be shut down. So probably we just answered that question a little bit earlier, but you probably typed that um, before you heard that. We're probably going to probably end up doing that in March. Where you'll get and you're automatically your ticket is automatically transferable and you will get an email on that and you're automatically signed up. Next. Kathleen, thank you. So just leave it alone. It's just a growl bark, so way better than before. And as long as the reactivity is non-existent away from agility, I'm not super worried about oh, it. Just a growl bark. Yeah. I would now you can teach a powerful no. You can do a no. Just do a just if you make no powerful enough, you can do no. You know what you can do? This is what you're gonna do. Teach your dog that your no marker is tone on the remote collar. Put the remote collar in your pocket. So normally what you would do is you would say no, and then you would correct the dog. Instead of saying no, make tone on the remote collar your no marker. Then what you can do is put the remote collar in your pocket 
hit tone, the dog will hear it and it'll be like, oh shit, something's about to go down. Next. LM, thank you so much. We'll try cry it out method. You guys are the best. Joelle, you may be right. She thinks bonkers are a toy when it hits the crate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some puppies respond extremely well to bonkers on the crate. Other puppies go. The ones we have are like, we're so glad you're here. Yeah. You're like, humans. Yay. Yay! Because why? <laughs> Ever since they came here, we've been giving them a highly structured lifestyle where humans are not always around. Yeah. On purpose. Like you need to learn how to be away from humans. But they're like. <laughs> they're like, bonk me. I don't care. They're like, it's two in the morning. I'd like a visitor. <laughs> I'm a bit bored. No, late, sh late shows are over. Like now, some of you don't remember this. But some of you before cable TV, before cable TV, like the TV was off with like just static. Really? Yes. I liked like the late night music, you know, you'd get like Bon Jovi on there and like all those like, do you like pina coladas? This is, the, this is way before. <laughs> that would always go on like the middle of the night. This is way before that. Next. <laughs> $5 top chat from Prairie Pack. Moving from the country into residential neighborhood. Would it help dogs adjust if we walked them in the new area several times prior to the move? Yes and no. Try it. Try it. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. They're gonna be there anyway. Might as well get you might as well try it now. Next. My eyes just like look closed on the whole time I'm on here. Morgan, watching from Ottawa, Ontario. Thanks for all your helpful advice. Always working with my reactive dog. She has come so awesome. far. Awesome. So Morgan, that's code word for your busting your ass. Mm -hmm. So we're proud of you. And we, I cannot wait to get up to Canada to do my seminars. One but day. One day. In the next decade. I mean, I could get to Canada, but eh. You already jumped the border once. I jumped the border once. <laughs> I jumped the border in my RV. Yeah. That's another running, running, path, running, chasing Jeff down with a gun story. Cynthia. Yes. Do you recommend I come to one of your seminars before I get my facility? What's your goal, Cynthia? What's your goal? Do a do a do an online um, consult with me. I, I'm doing so many online consults. So a one on one online consult, even a 30 minute one, is life changing. Because I whatever you're dealing with, I've dealt with. That's why a lot of people think I'm cocky. It's like no, I'm just confident in my abilities. You know, I, when you're confident in your abilities, you don't want to project um, um, hesitation. You want to make sure that you're actually like people can earn. You know. Like believe you want to be believable, mm -hmm. you know. So some people misread that as like either cockiness or you know, it's like oh, and all this stuff is free. By the way, I tell people all the time, don't hire me. Watch my free content. Like, just watch my free content. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, we're a business, and if you don't own a business, businesses do need to make money. They need to make a lot more money than your weekly paycheck. That's for sure. They need to make a lot of money because it's business. It's a business. It costs a lot of money to run this business here. So. All businesses do. Um, but as far as, as far as, I don't know what your goals are. What are your goals? So we do a one-on-one -on -one consult next. Um, Megan. Oh my God. I'm excited for Florida. I can't wait for you to bonk Jax. So this is Megan. I, I'm excited to see this. is What's really, really funny about, you know, that, the, that bonker video mm. that went around the world. If you don't know what it is, just look, just Google, Google Jeff Gelman dog abuse. And you'll see the bonker video that went around the world. Literally. I mean, it was, a, it was went around the world. It was like incredible. And it's so funny because when we go to the seminars, people bring their dogs specifically to our seminars. Mm -hmm. So they learn how to properly apply a punisher. 
mm-hmm. an inhibitor to their dogs. They're like, and if you haven't been to one of my seminars, it's so funny because some people are like, I can't believe they just let Jeff bonk that dog. It's like, if you've been to my seminars and you actually opened your ears for once and not my listeners here, but like the haters that like to troll the page. And it's just like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what your dog might do. This is why I'm doing it. And this is probably going to be like the final product. Is it okay if I do it? I do that before I correct every single dog. And you know what you know what everybody says to me? Um, that's why we're here, Jeff. Mm-hmm. But I do that with every dog. Is it okay if I give it a leash correction? Is it okay if I give it a remote correction? Is it okay if I bonk your dog? Like I'm not just you think I'm, you think I'm just randomly going around correcting dogs? It's like people are clueless. That white fluffy it's one like, right there. Look, there's a dog calmly lying down in his <laughs> crate. Go kick the crate. It's yeah. like, are you fucking nuts? It's like, um, my dog likes dog killers coming to my seminar. Don't worry, they're muzzled, but they come to my seminar. And you know what? There's something called loading. And if you don't know what loading is, and you have a reactive dog, learn about loading. Um, and it's like the dog is loading. That's when you bonk. And it's like I give, I show people exactly what to do. So when you have a dog that's loading on another dog, that's the dog that gets bonked. The dog that's lying down in its kennel, that's the dog that doesn't get bonked. Next. Vicky did a four ninety nine top chat, but I don't know where the question. Oh, is. maybe your question will show up, Vicky. Vicky, thank you so much. Oh, right here. Thank you. I've learned so much from y'all. Glad I found you on YouTube when I got my pop. Changed my life. Awesome, Vicky. Thank you. Nice. We hear that a lot. That's a great thing. That's you know what the great thing about YouTube is too. It's free. Yep. And guys, right now, another, while we're on that note, um, a big request for any of my mental health people. If you do anything in mental health, if you do couples counseling, if you do anything with communication between humans, please, 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 please put out massive amounts of free content daily. Put out a daily relationship tip for our couples out there. Put out motivational tips for our everybody out there, but especially geared towards kids as young as seven or eight. Our children are struggling right now. Our teenagers are diving deep into depression. Our adults are diving into depression. If you're in alcohol and drug addiction rehab, please put out free content. If you are into literally everything from financial planning, everything, please put out massive amounts of free stuff. Because you know why? That's what people need. That is what people need. They also need people to be handing out cash right now because their businesses are being closed up. But what the biggest thing you can do is helping people right now emotionally and mentally. Mm. Please, please, please put out free content. Next. Vicky, my husband walks my son in the stroller and puppy whines when we separate while walking. Something to work on. Something to work on. Correct that dog. So you play leapfrog. Husband and son go up forward. Puppy stays back. Dog's got to stay in a proper heel, no noise, and then flip it. You go ahead. And then also switch switch humans p- pushing the stroller. All right, next. Tommy, having trouble with my nine-month-old dog. No aggression, just gets leash reactive even with a prong up high. His teenage years are showing, ignores the e-collar half the time. Okay, so the fact that you said, the fact that you said prong collar up high 
is meaningless. And I'm not saying that to give you a hard time or be a dick like a lot of people think I am. I'm saying it because it's not the tool, it's the training. It's not the tool, it's the training. No tool, tools help communicate the training philosophy to your dog. But I see people getting their asses dragged down the street on a prong collar. I see dogs not being rehabbed on aggression. I see a lot of this stuff. So the thing is, and the fact that you said the dog ignores the, the remote collar means you're underwhelming your dog. Remember, my Malinois, who my Malinois is naked, meaning my Malinois does not wear collars except for one time, one time in the woods. And we go hiking every morning in the woods. Why? Coyotes and deer. When I train the Malinois, Tex, I trained him on a single digits, nine and 10. Very, very sensitive dog. Chasing a coyote, he blows through 100. Does not make an audible sound and doesn't miss a beat. Think about that. So you, hear, you think 100 is high? It is high. You think 100 is uncomfortable? It is uncomfortable. But in the moment, Tex in high drive does not care about it at all. He doesn't even pause. You wouldn't even think he had hearing. He literally blows through it. Meanwhile, if I just took him out of the truck and hit him at nine or five or six or seven, he'd go, oh, I'm not leaving your side, Jeff. Drive. Distractions. The dog controls the numbers. Always remember that. So when you have trainers out there that say you never need to go above a certain number, they don't know what they're talking about. This is no trainer in particular. It's a, more about the philosophy. What do you mean? Never go above 30. Are you kidding me? Dogs in drive don't feel 30. Next. And it's not about the training. My text turns on a dime. I literally, I can say, huh. he comes flying back to me. That means he's well-trained, by the way. Okay. Next. We just missed a top chat because you talked for so long. It was from Ashley for $5 for coffee money. Thank you, Ashley. And now we have another top chat. I would say thank you, but that would be include me, involve me talking. $20. Make sure you give me that five bucks for coffee money. Okay. $20 from Prairie Pack. Part of our move, switching dogs from cots in the bedroom to crates in another room at night in the new house. They already use crates during the day. Any benefit to doing this gradually or just switch in the new place? Switch in the new place and be ready to correct. We have dogs that come in here for boarding train that have never been crated before. And guess where they sleep at night? Crates. Guess where they spend part of the day? Crates. That's it. One and done. You can dip your toe in the water or you can jump right in. I'm a jump writing kind of guy and I go deep next. Jenny. Hi, Jane. Jay. I'm wondering if I can correct dog with biting nails, with biting during nail trimming. Vet groomer and myself have a hard time with it because it gets too mouthy. Okay. Jenny, this is the question. Jeff, can I correct my dog when he puts his mouth on me? Yes. Next. Cody, hey guys, my husky has recently bit toward people when not giving attention. Not a nip, but bite towards. 
history of some biting and possessiveness. Any suggestions? Absolutely. Correct it. Learn how to apply a proper punisher. Know first and then apply a punisher. Or do you want to have a dog that bites people or nips at people or even mouths people? No, you don't. Next. JG, I needed help getting my dog to not be reactive when people stopped to talk to me or I stopped to talk to them. Any advice? 18-month-old female kind of course of. Absolutely. Uh-oh. Absolutely. So get, not to be reactive. What? What is the, the? I need to know what the reactive looks like. This can involve a correction. See, that's the thing. It's like, notice how remember at the beginning of this, um, when I hit up the 500 words, please cut me off. When I, um, when I, when we started the start the very, very show, 500 words, not 500 seconds. So what I'm going to just time you. Okay. When we get to the beginning of the show, I'm going to talk about, um, a punisher notice, like it involves applying a punisher. So number one, role play this, get a friend, walk up to them, stand and talk. If all of a sudden your dog starts, um, um, being reactive, learn how to apply a punisher. No pop. No, bonk. Can't bonk in public, but you do it during the setup. No, remote cower stim. No, heel tap. But I'm not sure what the reactive looks like. The reactive might be a lunge towards the person you're talking to. That's not good. That's a whole other thing. Next. Eddie, hey guys, finally had a chance to sort out my personal dog's main issue. While hiking, he doesn't pull when he sees another dog, but loads until we get close enough for him to lunge toward them and check them out, usually trying to initiate play. Sick of the lunging, so I brought the bonker. Nice. Notice an oncoming dog before he did. As soon as he noticed and began loading, no, bonk, return to loading instantly. No, and bonked again, return to loading. Prong pop past the dogs, all right. I don't know where the rest is. Okay, so it's possible that your, your, your timing is a little bit off. Historically, the bonker works in almost every single situation. I have not seen it. I've only seen it fail once with me, and... So use a remote collar. Your dog already might be in drive. Might already be in drive. Next. Josh, my nine-month-old ACD Podengo barks and growls at my roommates and neighbors. I've tried treats while they're around, bonking when she barks and still does it. Bark collar didn't work. Any other ideas? So um, the flavor of tonight's show is looks to me like underwhelming and improper timing. First of all, it's nine months old. That is a factor to it. Most dogs, when they get nine months old, turn into major dicks. This is what I want also uh, to point to start making right now, because I was going to make it two, two questions ago, but I didn't want you all to hit me. What's the rest of the day look like? Are we only being strict with our dogs when it's displaying an unwanted behavior? and trying to stop just that unwanted behavior? Or are we holding our dogs accountable throughout the day for everything? So you get a free pass all day, walk where you want, go where you want, do half-ass commands. But in this situation, I need you to be 100%. What you're doing is you're making yourself not valuable. So start making yourself more valuable. Now, Bark collars do work if they're fitted properly and it's the correct brand and it's at the right, um, um, the number. Level. Level. All right. So the food, take the food out of the equation right now. We food train, but what you're, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to create a positive association with the friends. I get it, but it's not working. It might not work. Take that out. 
I expect you to behave. Work on a lot of other things as well. And then you're also going to be working on this next. Um, Kiki, 11 weekish week old puppy playing with my four-year-old plays supervise and adult dog is e-collar trained, but he started to scruff this tough ass puppy. I've corrected, but not sure if it's appropriate play. So it sounds two like dogs and one human child. No, four-year-old dog and an eleven-week-old puppy. Okay, he's the older dog. It sounds like it's starting to scruff the puppy. It's probably fine. I mean, there's there is there been an emergency room visit. The eleven. What what what's happening is the older dog is actually doing what you could be doing. The older dog is probably saying to the puppy, "Cut the shit. I've had enough of you." Next. I already read that one. Mm -hmm. Um. JG, also, I signed up for an April seminar, but I've yet to get the location. Is this established yet? How can I find the location? Yes, yes. All locations are established. They're all established. You'll get it two weeks prior. Only ticket buyers get it. You will get it two weeks prior. I'm not sure what seminar it is. You can privately email me if you want to. I'm easy to reach. Let's go to our website. This is The, the reason why we have to do it is because... Oh, thousands of people try to shut down my seminars. A combination of haters, other professionals that have got professional jealousy, and um, um, animal activists. So we have had to turn, if we want to continue doing our seminars, we've got to sort of announce this city. We have a location for them. And which sort of sucks because the, the person that owns the location wants to promote it, but we won't let them promote it. Why? Because we don't want to get them to have get all the hate. So yes, you'll get the location next. Kathleen said, awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Vicki, thank you. I've learned so much from y'all. Glad I found you on YouTube when I got my pop changed my life. You're welcome. Juanita, what exactly do you mean by bonk? Look up, look up, go to my website and look up bonker. It's a rolled up cotton towel. This is a bonker. All it is is a rolled up cotton towel. There's no metal bar or frozen water bottle in there. Like, the haters say it is probably one of the best bad behavior stoppers that exists. And you say, no, you always mark it with no, and you throw it at the dog firmly. Yes. Some people call it, they compare it to hitting the dog, but it's nothing like hitting the dog. It's soft cotton towel. Next. Lori, maybe an online zoom seminar. Nope. Nope. It's hands-on. I'll do an online one-on-one -on -one with you. The, the magic of my seminars are live, hands-on, interactive human and dog training in person. That is the magic of these seminars. But also, I do a ton of online one-on-one -on -one consults, which also involve training with your particular issue. Next. You go on a lot of rants at your seminars, too. Thanks. Next. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Bo, hello, guys. Happy holidays from Oso and Mom. We are doing amazing. Oso is an awesome pup. Thank you. Great to hear from you. Thank yes. you so much. Happy Oso. holidays. Almost been a year since he's been trained it's, here. It has been that long, hasn't it? He was, like, in the COVID crew when COVID first started. That's right. Um, I remember yeah, when, he, when, he, when they had to get picked up. Yep. Yep. Um, Melissa posted the link to your Patreon channel. Patreon channel has got all unique content <clears throat> with almost exclusively seminar footage. Next. Smooth operator. Thank you too for doing these videos. Hopefully when this craziness is over, you can do a seminar in Canada. Oh, 
I'll be their smooth operator. Don't worry about that. Next. Um, Mary, watching from California, learning and learning. I have an adult seven-year-old dog aggressive female GSD. I went into training to help her and it turned into a passion. She's still dog aggressive and we have more work to put in. However, she's manageable and is able to compete in canine nose work. Nice. You are amazing and love my trainer for putting me on this path and telling me to watch you. Thank you. Well, tell, tell your trainer. Thank you so much. Mary, I am proud of you as well. We've got very, very particular protocols on how we stop dog aggression or at least how we can make it even more manageable. But we, we, we're, we're, that's one of our specialties. Um, so we can always do – we're going to be in Ramona next year, um, Phoenix next year, all close. We're going to be in San Jose. We'll be in San Jose um, this uh, next year as well, or before San Jose. I think I don't, I don't know when San Jose is. Oh, it's right after. It's in May. No, Portland's in May, from Maui to Portland. And if anybody wants to do in May, May twelfth through the nineteenth, thirteenth through the nineteenth, if anybody wants to do a private one-on-one -on -one in Maui, Hawaii, with me, let me know. Next, or if any business wants to do any consulting. Um, let me know next. Edwin. Hey, Jeff and Joel. Nice to be able to watch this live today. Oh, yeah. Lives are fun. It's nice to, it's nice to be back. Yeah. Sure is. On the road, when we both go on the road, we do as many of these as we can. But this time, we are totally separated. And also, logistically, with the time zone and stuff, it just, it just I couldn't make it work. Mm. Next. Josh, Vicky did have a question further up. Yeah, I read oh. it. I read it. Oh, did you? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Lori, if my work allowed me to, I would. I don't know what that's what about. Do. I don't know. Oh. Beverly, need tips on handling a foster who is fearful, scared, shut down, not food motivated. Right. So Beverly, you have a dog that's not food motivated. Food motivated. You cannot use food as a motivator. Then, this is when a lot of trainers are stumped. Yep. Because they don't know how to use compulsion, which is leash pressure. That's the problem. They never learn compulsion. And by the way, we food train. I can't stress that enough but they have not learned proper leash handling skills and compulsion. What do you do? Leash pressure. So you want a dog to want to do it through a food reward. It doesn't want to, then you have to make them do it. Oh, that's mean, especially with a fearful dog. No, it's not. It's the kindest thing you can do because what will happen is once you can show the dog success, they will build confidence. And then they will want to do it. Then they will want to do it. Yes. It's like a catch 22. So someone's got to step to the plate. The dog's not doing it. Got to be you, Bev. I know you can do it. Next. Jessica, people keep telling me not to tone our dog when trying to keep him from barking and crying while the crate training. How do you feel about this? They said it will give him bad thoughts of the crate. What the fuck is tone? Like tone on the remote? Okay. Let's just, Jessica, let's just, let's just clarify an extremely strong opinion. The concept of shutting up your dog in a crate, stopping it from breaking out of the crate, stopping whining, stopping barking, stopping destruction, and you have to apply a punisher to the dog in the crate, even with a remote collar at a higher level, will not create a negative association with the crate. How can I say that with 100% confidence? Because I've done it thousands of times. I've never seen it happen. The people that say it happens most likely have never done it and just imagine that it would happen. Or they read some bullshit study 
that said so. But from the guy in the trenches that travels the world, who runs a boarding train with dogs that don't exactly like the crate, as well as a social media audience who is following this guy's advice, we're not seeing it. That's all I can say. So the people that told you that are full of shit. Next. Um, Thomas, I'm a lawyer and I'm impressed with your take on mental health. People need help as you state. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Thomas. Um, Kirsten, I just wanted to thank you guys again for all the hard work you do educating about separation anxiety and how to actually fix it. My Pyrenees was eating through drywall. Now she's a mostly chill dog. I recommend you to everyone yeah, I know. Yeah, thank you. So that's the thing that people have to realize. Separation anxiety, a dog can eat through the side of your home. A dog could jump out a window. A dog can pop out the glass if, on those those um, uh, 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 those pickup trucks that have got like a half a half window in the back. They can pop those right out. I mean, it's incredible what a dog can do. A dog can rip all its teeth out trying to get out of a really strong crate. Mm -hmm. That's a huge amount of discomfort. The dog can actually break its own jaw by doing that. Next. Um. Bara, yep, people love the bonker. Sometimes when I return for a visit, I have to take the bonker away. Client says, but I love it. LOL, my company's name is Be Positive Dog Training. Well, I want a positive result. It's true. It's true. Yeah, there's time and a place. Kathy B, hey, everyone. What the Late. fuck, Kathy B? Where you been? Come on. And Kathy B, you weren't in yesterday's Zoom room. I think it's the first Zoom room I've seen her not in. Kathy. What the fuck are you doing? What? She also said, I have a whiner, and he's a very dedicated whiner. Getting better, but damn. Hey, Kathy B. Oh, it's the worst. Just to let you know, Kathy. It's the worst. Yesterday, on, in the Zoom room, I, I talked about whining. I talked about whining. I you gave 20, my 20 best tips on how to stop whining in my Zoom room. Where uh, were you? Uh -oh. Not there. Next. Um, Courtney Connors. It's so funny because uh, every time I think it's the other Courtney. Hi, Thanksgiving. This Jersey snow day. Thanking this Jersey snow day. <laughs> Why is it Thanksgiving? Because <laughs> it, it sort of looks like Thanksgiving. <laughs> it does, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't even eat turkey. Hi, thanking this Jersey snow day for being able to catch you guys tonight. Is it already snowing there? It is. Wow. Yeah, we're a hundred percent. I have. It's gonna snow all day tomorrow. A hundred percent all day. Yes. I know. We. It's so unusual to see the. To, and it's in December. But it's so unusual. We haven't had snow this early in forever. But we. It's so easy. It's so unusual on your on my phone to see a hundred percent of of yes rain. Yeah. But of snow, usually we don't see that. Like across the board. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna play in it tomorrow. Bring all the dogs out. Yep. Um, Jamie, how can I get my dog used to water so it's easier for me to give him a bath using a water hose? Well, that's two different. By the way, that's two different things. The bath and the water hose are two different things. Water hose has is pressure too. So, um, so stick your toe in it or jump right in. I'm a jump right in kind of guy. And as we all say, say it together. I go deep. All right. So I think the, the big thing. Did you say, say it's like your own slogan now? Did you say fuck? Yes. Did you just say fuck on the radio? What the fuck? Are you serious? You just fucking dropped an F bomb I on do my all the show? time on the show. On my show? I'm comfortable now. Are you really? Like the first like year I did it. And you're warm and toasty too. So um, this is what I do. I just put the damn dog in the water. It's like, how about this? You stink. I'm watching you. Get over it. 
End of story. Next. Stinky. Kathy B, missed you guys over the past weeks. Glad you're back. Yeah, I know. It was rough, man. I was having withdrawals. I mean, I really... I had a great time. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. I was miserable without you, Jeff. No, it's not without me. Three fucking... Three open nights. I had a lot of time. I, no, no, no. I'm not saying you didn't do stuff. I read so many books. I'm not it saying you didn't do stuff. Great. You probably did a lot of stuff for yourself, finally. Mm-hmm. Finally, because I take up so much of your damn time. You know, we have to remember, Joelle, like, like, does she doesn't have she does not have to do this show you know so you know thank you so much for always doing it and it's like but it was man i missed this show so much i yeah, missed it it's definitely weird yeah next mm, prairie pack thank you both so much thanks to training with your videos and q a's we feel comfortable anywhere with our dogs and making the change to town living seems less daunting yeah that's that's interesting you're it's you, a lot of people are doing the opposite right now prairie pack a lot of people are like, get me the fuck out of well, New York and LA. I can say I was just yeah. in, I was just in California. I was down in San Diego. My folks are, and then I went up to LA to visit Sean for the day. And um, all I can tell you is, man. In fact, Sean just announced um, uh, yesterday that he's moving out of LA. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, I would yep. too. Yep, yep. He's one of the many companies. Another business to leave California. Yep, yep. him and Elon. Yep, yep. A lot of people are going to be leaving. A lot of people are leaving Seattle too. A lot of fitness people who that I follow are mm-hmm. leaving California. Yeah, yep, a lot of people. Now, why a lot, that's why I made that joke about Austin. Literally, they're making it impossible to be a fitness person there. Yeah, so. that's why I make a joke about Austin. It's like a lot of people went to Austin, and guess what, guys? Listen, remember why you left an area. Remember why you left that area. Mm-hmm. Don't bring it with you. Next. Relief belief. One and a half years ago, 85-pound GSD Dolby was on two feet at the end of the leash, barking, snarling at dogs across the street. Today, under control, walking along outside the dog park fence. Thanks to you and Sean. Awesome. Great. So I'm sorry that Sean messed it up for you, and I'm glad I was able to fix it. That's really, really good. Uh, Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Awesome. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. So let's go. Before you do do the top chat first. Uh, $5 from Pat. I couldn't find a webcam for tomorrow's video chat in the morning, but I'm looking forward to talking with you and getting some helpful tips. Your, your, your laptop doesn't, um, do it. You can up at your phone. You can do it right from your phone. Yeah. Just, just there's a, there's a, you were, you were given a link. You can do it right from, I think you can do it right from, you can do StreamYard right from your phone. Right. Your laptop doesn't have a built-in camera. Interesting. That's okay. Maybe she has a PC. They still have they still have cameras. Usually, you have to have a separate webcam. Oh, really? Oh, on some older desktops. Don't worry, we'll talk. We'll still have fun. All right. Thanks. See you tomorrow. And then on that note, with Joelle's channel, definitely want to join Joelle's Patreon channel. She got great content. But not only that, she freaking busts her ass for that channel. She busts her ass for that channel. Next, Maggie, what brand Bart collar do you recommend? Um, hey, Maggie, how are you? It was actually good seeing you. This is the same Maggie Wood. That I saw yesterday in the um, Zoom room, and with the Kathy B was not in. Um, I'm a big fan of the of that brand. Okay, hard to spell. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? Put just type that into Amazon. Um, I like the Garmin Bark Limiter. I also like eCollar Technologies Ultra sensitive one and then dog trim makes a decent one um those are my three top picks next elise 
What's a dominant dog collar? Why? When would you choose to use instead of prong? There's a humongous difference. Humongous difference. A dominant dog collar, look it up. Just, just Google it. Learberg, L-E-E-R-B-U-R-G.com sells them. Ray Allen probably sells them. A dominant dog collar is a very specific uh, nylon collar. If it's very snug, you have to actually... It does not go over the dog's head. That means it's usually too big. It goes around the dog's neck and has a, it has a floating ring to it. It's used to take the air away from a dog. Now, no, you're not hanging or killing the dog, but when you deal with human aggressive dogs, when you deal with dog aggressive dogs, the quickest, most efficient way to stop them from attacking you or attacking a dog is to remove their air. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it at all. People, oh, that's not how it's supposed to be used. Actually, yes, it is. That is how it's supposed to be used. But people can deny it all they want. Doing that with a prong collar is very, very difficult, if even possible, to do. A prong collar, as barbaric as it looks, is designed to be the most gentle of collars on the market. Even more gentle then a flat buckle collar. Next. Alejandro said, hashtag visit Mexico. Um, if you find us a location. Borders are open. You can absolutely contact me and we will talk. Next. I'll go to Mexico. Let's yep. go. Courtney, what is the protocol answer to when your correction on the e-collar, even after a dial-up, causes more activity? Dial-up again. Took Jax to Home Depot. He freaked out when he saw another dog. Ended up having to leave because he didn't respond to my correction and dial-up. So I don't know what your skill set is on the remote collar. I don't know what your timing is on the remote collar. Sometimes dialing up, you don't dial up. Or did you dial up while you were holding the continuous button down? Or did you let go and did you squash the reactivity? Also, once the dog is also in being reactive, you already, you're you done. You're toast. You missed it. You missed it. You missed it. You get yourself out of there. So you what you want to do is role play role play it out of Home Depot and then role play it in Home Depot with a friend and then make it work. But I don't know your skill set and I don't know how you use it. I don't know how you're running your remote. Next. But you're going to want to start higher at the first sign. You don't right. want to nag the dog because right. that can send them into drive. Yes. So, so and also to reactivity. So yeah. stop dialing up and maybe just squash that shit right from the beginning. Next. Eddie, my turn to... My turn to sound cocky, but no way my timing was off. Continuing that, though, Prong Pop passed the dogs all right, but he growled at the next dog we saw. He's never done this before. Mm. Bonk the growl, should he do it again? Or resort to Prong Pops and settle for him still checking the dogs out, but moving past without lunging? You guys rock. So, Eddie, um, uh, touche. So, this is the thing. The second part of your question sounds like you're on the right path. It sounds like you're on the right path. And go with that and then make it better. That sounds like the right plan for you though. All right. Beverly just joined. What are your thoughts on bark collars? I have a standard poodle with severe separation anxiety. She was a rescue. Okay, so the rest, get rid of the rescue. Get rid of that part of the sentence. She was a rescue. All dogs are rescues. They're all rescues, but they're not rescues. You bought a dog. No disrespect. You're new, you're new to my show. So you're new to my show, but you're, you you bought the dog. You adopted it. You bought it. You rest, call it what you want. But unless you jumped into a raging river and it was about to die, you didn't rescue it. So all dogs are rescue dogs. Okay. 
this is the thing. You could have paid $10,000 for that dog. It would still bark. You can pay $25 for a dog and it won't bark. It's a dog issue, not how you acquired the dog issue. And I'm just specifying that because what it might do is it might, it might keep you from correcting the dog. It's like, so a bark collar. I love bark collars. And anybody that's opposed to a bark collar, that's fine. Did you did you watch in Angelo's Instagram stories today? Mm-mm. You know what he said on his Instagram stories? He goes, "Do you guys know how the, the how we have water on this planet?" And he goes, "I'd like to tell you. You might disagree with it that, and I'm okay with that." He's eight years old. Mm-hmm. Literally, Angelo is about to spew some knowledge, and he goes. You might disagree, and I'm okay with that. He's eight, and you have grown-ass fucking men and women is, yeah. who do not have the fucking maturity that an eight-year-old has. Right. right. Everybody go to at Angelo Gelman, at Angelo Gelman on Instagram. Join his channel. He's got his own Instagram channel. Okay, I homeschool him. So I love bark collars. This is the question to ask a trainer or anybody that's against a bark collar. When you are not home and nobody's in the house and you own a barking dog, how do you stop it? How do you stop it? You Magic. need a remote training device that is activated by the dog's vocal cords vibrating. That's what a bark collar does. Next. Melissa said, everyone join Jeff's text community. One, four, zero, one, three, four, one. One nine zero three. You don't have to put that first one in there if you don't want to. Texture questions, comments. No, not concerns. questions. I don't answer dog oh, training yes, questions. No questions. No dog training questions. You join the community. Uh, Jeff will text you. That's the whole idea of it. The whole idea of it is that I interact with you. It works just like regular texting does. So join my texting community. It is free. It's one more way to get a hold of me. But no, I'm not. Little, I'm not sitting there answering dog training questions. No. We have we have so many other ways to do it, but I've been spewing a lot of emotionally, a lot of, mo- of motivational stuff out there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm spewing. You're not even part of it. Yes, I am. I know your shit. Well, sorry, I didn't respond. I'm just joking with you. Thanks, Jeff. I just said it just to get that reaction out of you. Oh. You're so defensive. I'm fucking opting out of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars from Travis. Stopping by for support again. Thanks for training session with Higgins today. He's never gone to place faster. Awesome, Travis. Travis, you know what? I'm proud of you. They're th- doing great with that little pug. I think Travis. I little Higgins. Trust me, I'm proud of the dog, and I'm proud of your wife. But I think I'm. Pr- I might be proud of you most because I, you're changed. I'm seeing you change right before my eyes. Look at that I, dog training. And, and, and I and I see you an hour a week. And I think you know that too. And I'm proud of you, buddy. Next. One hour a week can be powerful. Yep. Michelle P. Hey, guys. Hey, Michelle P. Love you. Diane. All right. It's eight o'clock. When walking past neighbors, he will immediately look to the yard to react if the dog is out. I hit the button on remote before he reacts, but it only causes him to react. Same thing if I try the prong. What am I doing wrong? Do I need to turn up to higher correction or do the correction before I even walk past the house? So you could actually do a pre-walk punisher. Or in your case, a pre-house punisher. And it sounds really mean. And a lot of people say, oh, that's going to make the dog more aggressive. No, it won't. Because you're saying no. And you're correcting. 
chances are you're missing the loading stage. Loading is so important. Let me make this really clear, simple to clarify what loading is. Someone's an alcoholic. They're in rehab. Their job is to stay sober. Your job is to keep them from, your job is to keep them sober. Would you let your friend who is in recovery walk into a bar? Would you let them put their handle, their hand on the entrance handle of a bar? Even with a mask on, would you let them? Now, in New York, you can't because they're closing all the fucking businesses, okay? Don't hit me. You were ready for that. Damn, that was like <laughs> intense. You knew it was coming. You, like, guarded yourself. Yes. Because, shit. Right, because whenever I get political, you fucking tell me to shut up. Yes. Well, you know what? I've actually thought about doing a whole other podcast. Okay. Jeff goes political. No, well. Makes more enemies. <laughs> no, no. No, my fellow small business people are being fucking shut down and we have no security blankets and I'm fucking no. tired of it and families are being destroyed. Mm -hmm. I, thought, I, came, I came here to listen to dog training advice, not about you for your fucking rants about small businesses. Well, then fucking turn off the goddamn show. It's a free fucking show. Unsubscribe for me. It's eight o'clock. But I'm fucking tired of it. Enough already. Enough is enough. Give business. I'm sorry. I'm seeing some of my good friends lose their fucking business, having their families destroyed. Enough is a fucking enough. I'm literally lending money to my colleagues. No, it's got to stop. This is Jeff Gelman, Salah Canine Training. I am madly in love with you. Goodbye.